You're listening to the Hash It Out Podcast with your hosts, Samantha Harris, business mentor and marketing strategist, and Hannah LeBron, licensed esthetician and San Diego spa owner. Together, we're using our startup savvy and six-figure experience to hash out all your business struggles, build up your bottom line, and encourage you along the way. Thanks for joining us. Let's hash it out. Hi, guys. Welcome to the Hash It Out Podcast. Hannah and Sam here. We are talking about our favorites. For the month of June. It's already June. There's only six months left for the year. We're more than halfway through June now. True. <laughs> like, well, how yeah, does but it's, yeah, but it's, it's like, it's going to be 2020. 20. Oh, my God. I have to 20. think. I almost said 2010. What the heck? I graduated high school 10 years ago this month, you guys. Um, I graduated in high school in 2004. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the 2000s, so I'm okay, still young. You're going to die. I wasn't even in high school in 2004. <laughs> Good. I went to high school in 2005. Wow. And that's the year I met Chaz. And then Eddie is like, my Eddie's my husband. He is five years older than me. And he moved to mm-hmm. Hawaii when I was a freshman. He How was funny. in the military. And he moved to Hawaii for the military when I was a freshman in high school. So I always say like, hey, we should have met earlier. But he was like, mm, no, we probably shouldn't have because that would have been illegal. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, so we're talking about our favorites. Um, I have... A favorite that I want to talk about. I I feel like when we start talking about it, it's going to go on a little bit of a tangent. So I think maybe we should talk about yours. I feel like yours will go on a tangent too because you're so obsessed with Mine's it. Mine's real tangenty. Okay, so you know what? <laughs> We're just going to go with mine first. We're just do it. <laughs> so my I struggled with what I wanted for my favorites because we do only one a month, and there's like a million things yeah, that are my favorites. Yeah, you struggled in the way that you couldn't find just one. Yeah, that's what I mean. She's like trying I should to do multiple, you guys. And I'm like, no, save it for next month. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like one a month, that's hard. Like every week I have a new favorite. Technically, almost every other day I have a favorite. See, and that's why I think you're an Enneagram 7. Okay, and we're, we're going to talk about that <laughs> in a little bit. Okay, so my favorite, it kind of is, um, I feel like it's multiple things in one, but it's my coffee my morning, routine, morning routine, my morning drink. So my morning drink is a big part of my morning routine. Um, and I'm trying to not drink caffeine as much, but I, I'm. it's like a habit now. It's not even that I need to wake up anymore because most it's people like drink coffee because they need energy. Yeah, it's turned into habit, ritual, routine, whatever. If I don't have, I love the taste of it, the smell of it, making it. Mm. is exciting for me it mm. is such a weird thing um I never I always just drank like a normal cup of coffee put like sugar and milk or cream whatever and I've now we've bought my husband bought me an espresso and I've kind of learned a little bit more about coffee because um a girl that worked with me one of my friends Jordan she likes coffee a lot and I learned a little bit more about coffee so I started experimenting and so I make a coffee I have an insulated cup and I put a ton of ice in it I make two shots of espresso sometimes four what I try to just do two I'm put it over ice I'm put a little bit of water a little bit of half and half and I'm very picky with how much cream because I want to taste coffee I don't want to drink 
cream with a splash of coffee. I want to drink coffee with a splash of cream. And then I have sugar-free. I'm diabetic, so I have to do sugar-free. Um, if not, I would do full-blown sugar. <laughs> um, but I do sugar-free flavors. So I can have vanilla. I can have, like, um, caramel. You can, There's so many syrups now, like, all different flavored syrups. And I know a lot of people are kind of against this sugar-free thing. But I'm like, if – I'm going to die. I don't want it to be because my blood sugar is like a thousand. Okay. You want it to be because you enjoyed your Yeah, I enjoy it. And I might get backlash for it. My mom is um, very against like, you know, fake sugars and chemicals in your body. But it's like I have to pick and choose at this point. Yeah. (laughs) But every morning I make my coffee and I like it the way I like it. Sometimes I do go to Starbucks if I'm running late. But if I don't make my coffee in the morning, I feel sad. Is that weird? No, I think that's like, honestly, it's more of the addiction to, well, I don't want to say addiction, that's that's a bad word, but like the the ritual of it is what people are more addicted yeah. to than the actual like. I love my cup. Yeah. I, I have a bunch of different insulated cups and each one is a different color and there's like, I have a Cricut and I make different like labels, labels on them and stuff and... I have all of this, everything I use. I even make, um, like, the Thai iced teas, Mm. but I do sugar-free. Sugar-free, low-carb. If you guys are ever interested, I post my coffee things all the time. I can share it. But I have, like, a list in my Amazon store. Mm -hmm. Shout out my Amazon store. I do make a little bit of money, like a cent for every product I (laughs) I sell. But um, I have a list there, and so, like – People will see my coffee or I'll share my coffee thing and they'll be like, oh my God, where'd you get it? And then I'll like send them over my little recipe Mm -hmm. and then I will be like, you need this cup. Like it actually keeps your drink cold all day. Like I try to sip my coffee because if I drink it all at once, I'm like, okay, I want another coffee. Yeah. So I try to sip it throughout the morning. Yeah. (laughs) And it's. It'll be cold to like the next day. The next, I'll throw it in the sink when I get home from work. If I don't wash it right away, the ice is still intact. Wow. I love it. What kind of cup is this? It's just an insulated $12 cup I found on Amazon. Amazon. And you made it cute with the little cricket yeah. thing. And- One of my um, cups, I wrote Brow Boss on it. Yeah. My husband, he's a navigator in the – he's an assistant navigator in the Navy, and I wrote Alpha Nav. That's his, like, funny thing. He's the <laughs> alpha. So I have Alpha Nav on his. Um, but – yeah, it's just making my coffee makes me so happy in the morning. Or even just making, like, whatever I'm going to make my drink in the morning mm-hmm. it just makes me so happy. Even, like, if I'm just mixing my, like, celery juice yeah. <laughs> and stuff. When I have my life together, like, literally making lemon water. I, so I don't drink coffee at all. I'm from Seattle. She's crazy. I don't drink coffee. I prefer tea, but I like it sweet. And so the my trick around that. And I prefer actually iced tea to hot tea. So my thing, like my morning ritual when I have my life together, and it really makes me feel like I have my life together, is sipping hot lemon water. And so I get the whole ritual part of it. I yeah. get that. So yeah. I did that, and that just made me think, like, it makes you feel like you have your shit together. It does. Like, okay, so if any of you guys feel like that, let us know. First step to getting your life together is just having – a morning routine, and if your first step to that is your coffee ritual, so be it. I, li- I get up in the morning, <laughs> I wake my dog up, I have to wake him up. So. Because you're not, like, rushing out of the house. Yeah. You're not, like, I feel like 
was something I want so badly in my life. And not that I don't have this, because I do sometimes, but I choose a lot of time to make my morning rushed. And everyone hates that. I know you hate it. Oh, I know I hate I it. I hate rushing. And, like, most of us who are entrepreneurs, we really do have the power to not do that mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not like we have to be at the office at a certain time most of us can set our own schedule we just have to make that sacrifice mm-hmm. to like put that time aside which is hard I would love I used to um have a morn like a leisurely breakfast every single morning yeah I don't know how I did that because I wasn't as busy as I am now but I made it work every morning where I, I would remember like you did that and I was so jealous of I'm it. like okay <laughs> I used to make like these breakfast is like I used to make pancakes and protein mm-hmm. pancakes I used to like saute kale with mm-hmm. egg and I would post it every morning because I was so proud of myself like <laughs> I made this time to I took this time in the morning and to you, do it makes you really feel like you have your life together yeah and I was relaxed <laughs> now mm-hmm. I'm like okay quick quick get I buy meal prep so majority of the week I'm yeah I'm like okay let's warm it up while I'm watering the yard while I take my dog out so now everything is more kind of like multitasking and having to prioritize what's more important in the morning so I can get as much sleep as possible while also having my life together Hannah likes to sleep in. I prefer to just be on Instagram from six thirty to eight in the morning. (laughs) Oh yeah, if if my brain let me sleep in, I would be in bed till like nine even on the weekends I wake up at 6 30 so it's she like... yeah um she does a weekly most of you guys know Sam does a meet weekly a monthly um, meetup with her business content and connections and it's at nine in the morning on a Saturday <laughs> and yes okay you want to get there before the crowds because we go to very trendy locations and before it gets too hot yeah we'll be all sweaty in our pictures but I die those Saturdays she, when I go I'm has... like the night before, I'm like, oh, my God, I have to get up so early on a side. It's – my thing behind it is I get one day a week where I don't have to. Saturday is my one day a week where I don't have to wake up early unless I'm going to the gym. So if that's Oh, so my, you'll do it for Jacqueline but not for me? I pay for it. Oh, so I should charge you? Like I paid a ton. <laughs> I pay a ton. It's my health. I'm prioritizing my health. No. Well, and – it's because, like, if I'm going to the gym, I, like, I have to at least go. I want to go multiple times a week, but I have to go at least once a week. And so if I don't go throughout the whole week, I'm like, okay, Saturday is my last day to go. So I have to go. Like, my health, I'm diabetic, like I mentioned. So I have to make sure to keep my health intact. Not saying that is more important than you. <laughs> it is. It's it, okay. it is. But I do, <laughs> like, you are important, a part of my life. And I want to make sure I'm supporting my friends. But, well, like, in the morning. for you, though. Not for me. It is for me. <laughs> but it's also for you. Well, you're there to it's support both, me. Yeah. But I'm there to support you. Too. I do need to do content. <laughs> but anyways, it's, yeah. We, you know, it's just, I guess, so now that I'm thinking about it, after talking about it, it's more like I like that morning routine. And yeah. doing the coffee just kind of, um, re- in my, when I think of like, okay, make my coffee, that's just me like doing a morning routine. Yeah. And that's what I love about it. So, yeah, if you guys are interested in any of my fun drink things, let me know. I would love to share my sugar, my low-carb, low-sugar Thai iced tea because Thai iced tea is, like, super high in carb, super high in sugar. Super sugary. And the one, I mean, I my taste buds are way more used to low-sugar and fake sugar. I'm just going to call it fake sugar because no, it is. Yeah. So I enjoy it, but 
Um, if anyone is ever interested in learning how I make my stuff, let me know. Um, I'm going to let Sam talk because I will talk about this for forever. <laughs> and I'm really interested in what she has to talk about, too, today. So my favorite this month, which has honestly been my favorite thing for uh, probably four months now, maybe. But she's been talking about this for a long time. Yeah, I've been talking about it. I was introduced to it probably, like, four to six months ago. We do have to mention, once you introduce what we're talking about, like, when we were in the car and I was like, do you do this to me? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I had to put okay. it out there or I would forget. So, a little bit of background on me. I um, I thought I was going to be a high school counselor. So, I, I've always wanted to help people. Um, I thought I wanted to work with kids. I don't like kids. We'll get that out there. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and I'm like, give me all the babies. You don't like kids either. Let's be real. <laughs> I love children. I like well-behaved children. Yeah. If you can relate. But high school kids, I wanted to I wanted to work in high school with um, teenagers. And I did my senior project around that, and then I started going to school for psychology. And then I really got into business, like, right when school started. So all that aside, my pretty much only hobby outside of work and striving <laughs> for things has been people. I love to know why people make certain decisions. And so before I got into my favorite thing of the month, I was really into like learning about, um, well, I love the show Sister Wives. Like, let me know if you guys are with me. It's like, you can't look away, right? Mm. It's like, um, <laughs> I've, ne- I've seen like one episode, so I know. Um, it's so funny because my sister hates it too, but, um, I just, I love to know, like, not that I'm interested in that at all. Um, but it's just, I want to know why people choose certain things and it could be their marriage. It could be why they like coffee. It could be, you know, anything, but I just want to know why people behave the way they do. And so really I've just enjoyed studying like human behavior and psychology, um, on a light (laughs) leisurely basis for years. Um, that's like literally my hobby other than Pinterest, I guess, and Instagram, but Honestly, the reason I like social media so much is because it helps me feel connected to people and what they're choosing to do. And I can analyze that. And so my favorite thing this month and probably for the next year, year and a half, who knows, maybe I'll become a, an educator on this. Oh, probably, <laughs> but honestly. I am not, I'm not an expert by any means. I'm just learning, but it's the Enneagram. That and... was a really long <laughs> intro, you guys. I know. Um... <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry for my laugh. I don't know if I've publicly apologized yet, but it is, it's, it's obnoxious. Fine. I know it is. Sorry. Um, so. So tell them what, I, the, what Enneagram, the Enneagram is. Um, looks and sounds a little bit scary. Kind of looks like a pentagram, but um, it really just means nine pointed diagram, basically. Nine, nine points. Ennea is the Latin word or Greek word or something for nine. And then gram means like picture, diagram, whatever. So it is a nine pointed personality typing system. And they say like, this is the oldest, most in-depth personality typing system in existence. No one knows exactly where it was derived from, but they know it's been used in Christianity, in most religions, honestly. 
Um, and really it has been used to like derive all the other personality typing systems. Mm -hmm. And so if you think of like the Myers-Briggs or the disc assessment or the color wheel thing, um, they're all like a really light version of the Enneagram. And the Enneagram is a lot of people will think they are one type, I guess, just by taking a simple test, but they're basing it on their behavior. And what it's really about is the reason you choose to act the way you do. So you know the way you act, Mm -hmm. but we don't always know why we act a certain way. So it could be because we had a certain scenario as a child and now we respond in this way. Um, Or it could be because of a repeated scenario that happened to us multiple times and now we respond in this way. So most people know the way they respond to things. They don't always know why. And so the Enneagram is the thing that can help figure out why you do that. Now, something else that needs to be noted is a lot of people think, first instinct, is to use the Enneagram to explain your behavior, but that's not really what it's for. It's not like, well, I'm a two, so I am automatically gonna be this way. So that is absolutely not the point of it. The point is to know where you are so that you can heal and get better. So a lot of people will be like, Mm. oh my gosh, you're such a two, or oh my gosh, Um, I did that because I'm a two. Well, that might be true, but it's not a good excuse. Because now that you know what you are, you should never use it as an excuse because now you know better. It's like know better, do better kind of thing. Hannah's over here making a lot of faces. (laughs) I, I think it's very interesting. I haven't done a lot of research in it, and I feel like I've done this test now three times. Did you just take it again? Um, So the test, here's the problem with the test. The test is only so much in depth, and any test you ever take on personality, they say, is only 55% accurate. Make sure if you guys are taking this test, there's so many free... Don't don't pay for one. Yeah, there's so many free places to do it. Your Enneagram coach on Instagram has a free one. Um, I know there's a few other free ones. Uh, The Roadbacks, you might have a free one. But yeah, just take the free tests. But really... The test is not the, like, final answer. The test might help you figure out a little bit of it, but only you can give your answer. No one else can tell you what you are. So Mm -hmm. I can sit here and think Hannah is a certain type, even though you're not supposed to type other people. Um, That's basically my favorite pastime. I try not to tell them, though, (laughs) because you don't want to (laughs) influence anyone else, like, deciding what their type is because, again – we know how they behave. We don't always know why they do it. Mm-hmm. And so it's really all about your core motivation and what makes you do that behavior. I feel, and me and Sam have talked about it a lot, I, I feel like I'm multiple numbers. I have traits from every, from like, for like three different numbers, I feel like. So that's why the Enneagram has all those lines in it. So you will have a number, and you do have three to four different numbers. So you have your number, and then you can be a wing on either side of your number or both. And then one of the lines, so I think it's the short line is the one you go into in health, that you lean toward in health. And the long line is the one, I believe it's the long, don't quote me, I'm not the expert. The long line is the one you go to in, like, stress and unhealthy behavior. Okay, so. You're I'm like, gonna get me de- out of here. No, I'm going <laughs> to, no, I'm going to debate this because I want to learn and I'm not in any means trying to disregard this test because I take, I took it and I liked the test. I liked what the it said about me. But like, though. um, but isn't that kind of like 
okay, if you're going to see a psychic, she's going to say, that's generalized. So people with these traits will probably have these traits. So saying that they connect like that, isn't that just kind of a, I don't want to use the word cop out because it's not cop out, but isn't that just being like, okay, well, it's. I think that's a valid point, but it's, I think it's hard to just make the generalizations, right? Because it is such an in-depth thing. So Mm. what I'm listening to right now, there's, so the first thing I started with was just like random podcasts because there was, there has, still hasn't, I haven't found still a podcast that is completely dedicated to the Enneagram. Then I downloaded The Road Back to You. It is a very long book. It's like a 10 hour audible book. And so I'm getting through that. But what I have enjoyed the absolute most is um, one of my favorite, um, I guess, teachers, pastors. Her name is Annie F. Downs. And um, so she's she, a pastor. I, yeah, and she she's a connects pastor. with like she. She's a seven. And she loves the Enneagram. And so um, she has a podcast called Sounds Like Fun. And she's doing this series called Ennea Summer. And this has been my absolute favorite way to learn about the Enneagram because. I am, I feel like I'm a multifaceted learner. So some people learn visually, some people learn audio Some people learn by doing it, right? And so I like to kind of mix in all three. And so what she's doing for this Ennea Summer is she is interviewing your Enneagram coach, so Beth McCord, and they chat about that number and like what the stereotypes are and stuff for that number. And then she interviews a male and a female of that number. And so she's doing one episode for each type. And it has been so incredible to like learn and be able to relate or be able to be like, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense for my husband or my best friend or my sister or my mom or whatever, right? And so not only is it a great tool to like get to know yourself better and get to your optimal self, but also it's a great tool to be able to relate with your friends and your peers so, and your clients. But you're not supposed to, you're no. not supposed to, what? Num- you're not supposed to type other people. So, But, but you if have you to tell type- me that you're whatever number, then if I'm listening to that, I can be like, oh my gosh, that's so good. Like, that's so Hannah. And now I can understand where she's coming from. And I think in general, this kind of teaches you how to, when you learn about all the different numbers, you just naturally pick up ways to connect with relate better with people yeah yeah relate and so that's what I love about it is I'm just always I've always been on the hunt to like know like how I can relate better with people how I can meet people where they're at how I can better help them understand what I'm trying to say and better understand where they're coming from um so Hannah has a um um, I have a story to say, or to say. So one to day tell. we were um, going to Disneyland. Was it my birthday? No. Oh, yeah, it was for your birthday. We yeah. were going, she was taking me to Disneyland for my birthday. And um, she was on the phone with her sister. And they were talking about, like, stuff, whatever. And they were talking about, I'm, am I saying Enneagram? We were talking about the Enneagram. But is that how you say it? Ennea. Enneagram. So you're talking about things like that I don't remember but I remember hearing her and I was like on my phone playing whatever because you know I wasn't a part of the conversation um she says something about that's how he learns or that's how he listens you have information you have to speak to him how he receives this information (laughs) and um 
I immediately pick that up out of everything she said, and I like looked me at the her, look of death. and I was like, "Do you do that to me?" Because in my head, I'm like, "That's being." Manipulative. Manipulative. That's the first thing I thought of. But then when I, like, went into it and thought about it a little bit more, it is – it's a really good way to, like, communicate with people. But I was like, do you do that to me? I immediately went on the defense and she was like, yeah. Well, I was just like, well, yeah, I do that. It's, like, the best way to communicate with people is to meet (laughs) them where they're at and know where they're coming from and, like – I mean, I guess in your defense, it kind of sounded like I had the upper hand in any conversation. Yeah. But that's not how it is. It's like, it's more like just meeting you where you're at. And it's honestly like coming to a conversation prepared and knowing, oh, Hannah is going to hear me best if I talk to her in her language. Right? And now I appreciate it because I am a very strong-willed person. I have a very <laughs> strong personality. People meet me all the time and they think I'm like so sweet and but people who know me well know that I am strong. I have a strong personality and I like what I like. Stubborn. I need to be sold. I'm stubborn. Mm-hmm. And so um knowing that she can talk to me how I will need to be spoken to is I don't know it's very interesting because I never thought of it that way I'm not very I've only recently have been teaching myself to communicate better so learning about the Enneagram and I even though you're not supposed to type people like you will it's it's a natural thing to be like oh that sounds like my mom or that sounds like my best friend or my husband um, so it's natural. You're just not really supposed to tell them unless they come to you and they're like, hey, I think I'm this. Or, you know, like you're not supposed to be like, oh, you're this and you're this. It's not fair for you to assign numbers to people because you don't always know, again, why they make that decision. You may know their behavior and what they choose to do, but you don't always know why they choose it. And I like this business-wise, and I was so on t- like. I was telling Sam she needs to talk about it because this is very important with sale, owning a business in general. Any service industry, anytime you're dealing with people. Yeah, anytime you have to sell something, convince somebody to, and that makes it sound (laughs) horrible. But like if I know my client is going to learn about skincare, if I put the product on her, versus me just saying hey this is going to be good for you take it exactly then I can be like oh I'm gonna introduce this in the facial and then at the end when she comes out I'll be like hey so that thing that I that at the end I put this product on you how did you like how it felt this is what Mm -hmm. it is and I think you should add it and because she learns by like actually like feeling it or if you know Doing, um, learns by doing. doing. Yeah, yeah, she learns by doing then she's gonna be like oh yeah I liked it Mm -hmm. and like you can learn how to talk to me I I don't I try to read. It's going to make it easier for you to read people. Mm-hmm. There's some people when they walk out, I know they don't want me to sell them. <laughs> I know they don't want me to ask them, do you want to rebook? So what, I mean, that's a really important thing for How me. How can you still do it but meet them where they're at rather yeah. than them feeling like you sold them? Mm-hmm. That I'm just like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. come back. Give me your money. So mm-hmm. I think learning about this is very important in, well, in life in general, in your relationships, business. Mm-hmm. everything because if you can talk to your husband your spouse whatever your boyfriend girlfriend um in a way that they you know will respond best or receive it receive yeah. it and they you know 
I don't know. It's I just, just think the, it's such it's, a really it's such a cool thing to know why people um, do the things they do, why what makes them tick. Mm-hmm. You know, like if my husband he his way he grew up very different from me. He mm-hmm. learns very different from me, and knowing a little bit more about why is going to make it easier for us to communicate better. I and me get the up. me get the way I want. <laughs> get what I want out of the relationship. I have to bring up how we went to dinner though and you were telling Eddie about this and you were like, "So Sam does this thing and she is, <laughs> don't you think this is manipulative, Eddie?" And he looks at you and he goes, "No, I do the same thing." <laughs> yeah. My husband and Sam are very similar. And I think that's why I like Sam. That's like the only reason me and Hannah are friends because honestly we're totally opposite. Um, But I like to be... She balances me out. Just Mm -hmm. like how I tell everyone, me and my husband are very different, but he balances me out. I don't know that you have any friends like me except for Eddie. Like anyone else. Yeah. I'm like... She calls me her most adultiest friend. She is. (laughs) Like if I'm having a... A situation. If I'm having a crisis, every other day I have a crisis, and I just like call her. A lot of times my husband's gone, so then I call her and I Facetime her. I'm like, oh my god, this is what happened. But my Enneagram number is a two, and so a two is the nurturer. I'm the one who wants to be of service to people and the helper. She is, but I feel like sometimes that can be like kind of scary because then you want to help people so much that you don't help yourself. Yeah, that's an issue that I'm dealing with as well. So that's why you want to know where you're at so that you can strive to be better. Because there are, you know, there's obviously good things about being a two, and then there's yeah bad things about being a two. Like as I don't every take care of or every number. Yeah, exactly. So I don't take care of myself because I want to take care of everybody else. Um, I'm always worried about people, what people think, because I don't want them to be mad at me. Um, but I'm also a wing three, which is an achiever. And after I listened to the one, I, um, I was very, like, I could identify a lot with the oneness of things. And so I was like, I think, I'm not sure if it's, if you're really able to have wings on each side of your number, your wing, I know that your wing has to be on one side of your number. It has to be a touching number. However, um, I identified a lot with the one stuff. So I know as a business owner, I identify more with three stuff. But before, and then especially as a child, I identified as a one. And part of that is because I think most of my family is seven. When I first <laughs> took the test, did I tell you if I was a three? You, your first thing was a three, and then your second option was an eight. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which are both like dominant. Um, it makes sense. So all most entrepreneurs I know are threes or eights. I feel like those. We're still not sure. I feel <laughs> like the numbers that I have been, I've when I've been given, I guess, are the numbers that came out for me, are things that I want to be. See, and you could have been answering the questions as in that way. Of what you want to be rather than what you really innately do. And so that's why the test, any test can be rigged. If you're answering it, like let's say you're applying for a job. I used to do this all the time when I was a kid. I applied for a job at Sears, right? And they had this test and I was like, 
well, I know how they want me to answer these questions. Yeah, like, so, uh, if someone's stealing, what are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to tell you, obviously. Right, you know? exactly. And so the tests are only 55% accurate at best. So that's why you do have to do some research. And um, But honestly, I know that everyone that has found their number has told me, like, I've never felt so understood. I've never felt so heard. I've that's never just, felt and so And that seen. comes with, like, being aware. Exactly. And there's just so much self-awareness that's found in that. And then when you're self-aware, then you want other people to feel that too. And you want to be able to be there for other people so that they can feel it too. Because it's just... Oh, yeah. Completely. It's awesome to be in that space. And so I wasn't surprised when I got my results just because I've been in this entrepreneurial business world for so long. I've taken all of the personality tests. And they're essentially the same. But what none of the other personality tests do is tell you why you act the way you do. They can tell you what you do. They don't really tell you about your core motivations and your core fears like the Enneagram does. And so definitely it's my favorite thing right now. It's probably going to be my favorite thing for quite a while. Um, (laughs) I just get really immersed in this kind of stuff specifically. And this is a long-term game. And I wouldn't be surprised if I started some kind of like Enneagram group or like maybe even like coaching Mm -hmm. or something because not that I have time for that but like (laughs) that's like what my heart really loves like I love business and I absolutely love like helping people become successful but like I always wanted to be a psychologist and I always wanted to help people become more aware of not only themselves but their surroundings and other people that are around them and how to like again meet people where they're at that's like the biggest thing I think we struggle with in this world is meeting people where they're at. Uh, so, quick side note: I always take notes during our I know, little podcast. Like, Are you writing me a note? Like, um, <laughs> I take notes, and I'm always I I will find a business for every single person in this entire mm-hmm. world. Someone tells me what they love, and I will tell them how to Let's make, make turn that into a business. Me and Hannah together and are the worst about her it. Her <laughs> idea just made me think, like, what if we do, what if you do, like, a business coaching, like, a, a course, but you tie in the Enneagram. the Enneagram into it? Yeah. Like, we could. I would totally do that. Like, buy that course. Yeah. yeah. I love one-on-one, though. I don't know. You guys, tell me if you're with me with that. If you were going to invest into something, I prefer either both on both sides. I prefer to invest in a one-on-one situation, and I also prefer to, as the coach, be in a one-on-one situation. So for me, I'm so different. It it's so for me. It's like I if I like the person, like we did a, a interview with Jacqueline Sparkle by Choice. I would not want to work – I would prefer to her work work with her in person. One-on-one. Because of her personality. Yeah. And there's things there's things that she does that I want to emulate, that uh-huh. I would like to be. But if it was like – so there's this other um, woman that I love, Coach Glitter. Mm-hmm. With her, I would rather just do online. Do a course. So do I you think feel it kind like of just the, depends. Do you feel like that's because she's like up here and like – no, I just feel so like or? if I'm going to be one-on-one, if I'm going to talk to someone, I think this may be because I'm shy. Yeah. Because if I'm going to be one-on-one with someone, I want to make sh- I want to connect. When I am with somebody, small talk is not easy for me. Mm-hmm. So if I'm meeting with someone and there's nothing we have in common with, then I, it's hard for me to have a conversation. Like I feel like every time me and Sam have a conversation, it's deep. 
or we talk about real deep sh- shit. And I mean, not like I just deep, deep. Laughed. I didn't. <laughs> like not like deep. Like oh my soul, whatever. But I talk to her about things like that I wouldn't talk to anyone else. And like almost all my friends, I want to talk to them about deep things. I don't. Is that bad? I don't like small really? talk. Well, I think that's why I like the Enneagram so much is because it allows us to like get to know who we are better and then work on those things Mm -hmm. that we don't love about ourselves because like some of the core so the core um what is it the core fear or the core I forget what the word is um threes is like motivator motivation I guess it's like everything about them is vain basically and that doesn't that is great but (laughs) <laughs> that's me I'm gonna I know, be honest I'm really struggling to figure out what number you are but you have to do it you have to do it and then yeah. tell us but um the core motivation for them or core what is it it's not fear it's not motivation there's another word um you're probably gonna remember it as soon yeah, as we stop recording later. but anyway it's like like vain and deceit and things like that and so it's like it doesn't sound great but there's a reason for it. But I feel like when you do these things and to learn about yourself, you need to be able to accept yeah, you your, to be open to knowing. your qualities that might not be the best. Or like like earlier, Sam said addictive. And in her opinion, in her mind, she treats that as like it, it's a bad trait. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, I don't have an opinion about the word. It can be good or bad. I'm addicted to my business. I'm addicted to... Mm. So there's so many ways you can turn things. So I feel like when you accept that, you know, some of the things that could be negative and maybe even turn it into a positive thing, Mm -hmm. like, okay, addiction. Most people think drug addiction, alcohol addiction. But then no one ever thinks of, like, I'm addicted to, I don't know, working out. Like, that's health. I mean, obviously to To a point. But, like, that's healthy, being addicted mm-hmm. to my business. Yeah, I'm driven. Yeah, that's interesting. I've always seen addiction as a really bad word yeah. in my in my mind. So um, I think being a more, like, this will help you. Doing the, these kind of tests will make you more aware, but you also have to be able to accept mm-hmm. some of the quote-unquote bad Because there's going to be good and there's going to be yeah. great. So it just helps you, like, Like, I accept that, that I'm vain. I, we were just talking about this today. Like, I like when someone is like, though your the brows or the work you do is amazing. Mm-hmm. You're a good business owner. Like, one of my biggest struggles is um, being a boss. And um, if someone was to tell me, like, you're a horrible boss, I would, like, die. Yeah. I want to be like, I want someone to be like, you are such a good boss. You are great at what you do. God, maybe you are a three. I don't know. So... Um, you know, and that in the beginning when I first learned that, I'm like, oh, like I want all this praise, but yeah. that's just how I operate, operate, yeah. and that's just how I like. I want my husband to be like, oh, the dinner was great, and if he's, mm-hmm. if it's not, like I don't want people to lie to me, obviously, but I want to put myself out there and do such good work, do such good things for people that everyone is that like, you recognize. That's a, yeah, you need the recognition. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like to be appreciated. I like to be recognized. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, I really need you to do the work <laughs> and figure out what your number is because now I'm dying. Like, because I was sure she was a seven, but I don't. Only know. recently she's told me that she thinks I'm a three. Like today, because she tested as a three, and then 
she has a lot of three treats, but it could be because her number is going to that in health or in stress mm-hmm. also. So she may Very not be a Very stressed individual. I, st- I create my own stress. Too. You thrive off stress. So do I. And I think that's also a three. I don't think I thrive, though. I think I... I want to be stressed out. I think I'm like, oh, I have so much to do, so much to do. And really, like, okay, just prioritize. Right. But in my head, I'm like, if I'm not stressed, if I'm not doing stressed, 20 million things. I'm being lazy. Like, to me. Yeah. Sometimes I feel that way. Lazy is a big trigger word for me. You know, I'm also, like, very <laughs> up in the air with something. Sometimes, and like. that's what makes me think you're not a three. That's what makes me think you're a seven. You're like, la di da di da Yeah, like, like, one day I'll be like, I don't care about work at all. No, I don't care, she but I'm like. something, she doesn't think about it. She just does it right then. Like, it's. It's not even a question. The first time I noticed it, she was moving. I was helping her move. And <laughs> she literally just threw the pictures up on the wall, grabs a nail, grabs a hammer, boom, boom, done. Walks away. And I was like, what the hell just happened? I was like, you didn't even measure. You didn't do it. She's like, if I don't do it now, it's not getting done. Uh, you know, <laughs> and that, like, okay. <laughs> and I think that's an amazing quality. But there's too. also negatives to that because I don't take the time. To measure, and I don't take my time. My husband has to redo a lot of things for me. Oh, I didn't know they had to be redone. <laughs> no, well, like the the pictures on the wall. So he, my husband, is very like read the manual step by yeah, step. Yeah, he's. I think Eddie's a one. Oh, don't show him this, but I think he's a a, a one with maybe a nine wing. Yeah. Um, my husband is very particular, and he's like you. So you can't just hang a picture on the wall with the nail. You have to put the picture right. And Hannah's nails the exact in. opposite. She has to have. She she just has to have it done. She she wants. She thought of it. It's done. Like basically, the idea came to her head. Consider it done. If I don't do it, <laughs> then I get it's anxious. Never get done. Like I know there's a lot of people I talk to that feel this way. Like if there's like dishes in the sink when you leave the house. Yeah. Like all day, that's what you think of. Like oh my god, I have to right. go home and wash the dishes. Like that's just how my brain is. I'm. Every day, all these ideas that I have for business or even, like, personal, I'm like, I want to do these things now. I want to go to this restaurant now. I want to go and do this project now. Um, Like, when I I did a little revamping of one of the rooms in the spa, I was like, let's do it now. Mm -hmm. Do it today. Oh, my gosh, you guys. Every time I go to her spa, which is at least once a month, if not twice, it's different. Something I try to keep changed. everyone on their toes. And everyone it's... <laughs> else who knows Anna and goes to the spa. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. It's different all the time. Um, so, yeah. If you guys know your Enneagram number, tell us. We want you to screenshot this episode and share with us what your Enneagram number is. Tag us in it so we can share it. And, yeah, we want to we wanna know what you guys are. Tell us about your morning routine, too. And your morning routine. If you guys have a really good drink, coffee recipe that I could possibly make into a sugar-free, low-carb, share it with me. I am always up for new things as far as like foods and drinks and stuff. So um, thank you for listening. This is our monthly favorites for June. Tag us, screenshot this, tag us, all that good stuff. Share us with your friends. We're trying to grow this into something big. And for everyone who has supported us so far thank you thank you thank you for listening to sam's laugh to my my stuttering sorry um we are we're learning as we go pretty much yeah we're winging this whole thing Mm -hmm. um but we're having a lot of fun we if you guys can't tell we have a lot we're we're a lot more like loosened up when it's just the two of us but yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> we're getting there. Um, but the more you share this, the better, like, reach we'll have and the the better guests we can have. Like, And then the, the more, more people information be... we can share. Yes. I feel like Sam and I have a lot of information, a lot of things that I fight myself with. Like, no one wants to know this. But if there's little things that you guys want to know, we want to be able to share every single thing. We want everyone to be successful. Yeah. So we want to share all our information. This is a labor of love. I just mentioned that in, like, a post. We're doing this out of love. We don't make any money. We just want to share, and we love our community. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, guys. Thank you for listening. Thanks for hashing it out with us. We'll We'll talk talk to you later. later.